Um, the coolest person I was so it was like I ruined my chance for him to be my friend I think because <laughs> you're too much like a watcher it's like a fanboy like <laughs> no not even that because I didn't know what to say it was just so awkward <laughs> come on who was it name Jim <laughs> it was uh, one of the guys from the lab was like uh, Ross meet Lewis and I was like Lewis yeah I was like what do you mean meet Lewis and then looked to my right and it was Lewis Capaldi and like <laughs> It was just like the most awkward conversation of all time because like I didn't know what to say to him. I was like, well, how's it going? Well, you all right? And like, I didn't know, what, like, well, Ross, nice to meet you. What's your name? I didn't know like how to approach it. Like, Hello and welcome back to another episode of Finterviews. I'm your host, Connor Finn, and this is a show where I get to chat to the most interesting people I know. God, it's been a hot minute. But look, after a brief hiatus, um, we're back and got what... Uh, absolute belter of an episode this one was to record on the show this week I was thrilled to be joined by the king of Kilkenny himself it was of course the wonderful Ross Welsh or as you might know him Welshy we talked all about Ross's journey from uploading Avicii remixes to YouTube at 12 years old to taking the international charts by storm performing across stages and country and Sometimes the hilariously cringe moments that he faced along the way. Um, Ross, we've run into each other probably over the last year from different festivals, um, different things working around in the different radio spheres and him coming out with some absolute bangers. And uh, when I say having a chance to sit down with this man was honestly a miracle. Uh, probably one of the busiest people I've ever met. But in this episode, he is just so lovely and so candid and I think gives you a really good indication about what goes into the hard work behind somebody at his calibre and his level and just some of the hilarious moments along the way, including um, an exclusive <laughs> from, I think, his very first remix that he put up on YouTube under the name Welshy12345, which will be at the very end of the podcast. So... The only way to hear that is if you tune in to the very end. Please do remember if you're enjoying this episode or any of the others, by the way, to give us a like, follow, comment, share, five-star view rating, whatever it all is, um, and to keep those notifications on by uh, following us at Finterviews Podcast. Um, and I'm on Instagram and Twitter, and that's where you find all the other updates. Um, but without further ado, if I keep on rambling, whatever, we'll see what happens. Please enjoy this latest episode of Interviews with the wonderful Ross Welsh. Well, welcome back to another episode of Interviews on the show this week. I'm delighted to welcome on after months. Um, honestly, just trying to pin this man down. That the the busiest man in show business, Angie, and like living this DJ lifestyle to the fucking extreme. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, of course. Uh, I'm joined by the wonderful Welshy or Ross Welsh. I mean, whatever you want to call him by. <laughs> Welcome onto the show, sir. Thanks so much, Connor, for the brilliant uh, introduction. Thanks for having me. <laughs> You're like, I'll log off now. <laughs> yeah. We'll edit Goodbye. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine I just add that out and it just comes across <laughs> really rude. Oh, geez, that'd be so embarrassing. <laughs> well, I suppose, first and foremost, Ozzy, thank you, because honestly, you have been flat to the mat. I think I ran into you from spin, longitude, like even EP, like you having a second, honestly, is like, 
uh, it impresses me. Like when I think my life is stressful, then I'm like, Jesus Christ, you're running around all over the show doing gigs, making music. It seems to be nonstop. But I suppose for some of the people that maybe listen to the podcast that are wondering, hey, who's this fucking kid in the <laughs> podcast? Well, she <laughs> gives a brief introduction. Uh, not that you need it all, but in the rare occasion that somebody's listening who isn't familiar with your work. Um. Oh, God. This is the hard part. Um, I mean, your name, your background, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah, so my name is Ross, but I DJ and produce music under the name Welshy. Um, I mainly produce dance music, I guess, and um, do a lot of DJing. I think that's how I describe it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so bad at this. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, yeah, you're being very humble here, but like, Again, I like even as like going kind of through some of your tracks, like obviously some of the huge ones like Haiti and stuff like this. I think it was that uh recent one all day. Is that is that on seven mil or is it Haiti's on twelve mil? Like like this is like Spotify stats alone for lessons. Like <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it's it's going really well, yeah. It's going very well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're so you're kinda good at what you do, uh is what you're trying to say. In the, uh, you you said it, you're only bigging me up. <laughs> well, I mean, this is what the podcast about. See, I like to big up my guests and then punch them right back down. Yeah. It's like, kind of like, it's a give and take situation here. But I suppose, like, I mean, you've kind of, like, a touch point there. Like, you've been DJing for the last couple of years now. Like, obviously, killing it in the industry. I mean, here we are, international, like, interviews. You're in London, I'm in Dublin. But, like, when did you first kind of get into, like, I suppose, making music, like, DJing? Like, was it something that you always kind of knew that you wanted to get into or was there like another path in mind where you're going to college like to be a pharmacist or something like yeah yeah no you're you're right there even as well um so how it all <laughs> started for me is i've always wanted to do djing and I'm, I'm still trying to think back like i don't know since when mm. i just always had that in my head that like i'd love to do djing and i still don't know why i wanted to be a dj because like <laughs> i'd be a small bit of a shy person so standing on front of the stage is a small bit daunting still to me <laughs> so i still don't know i think like my father back in the day so he claims he used to do a bit of djing but like it's not the level i'm doing it now so he used to do like 21st 18th that kind of thing yeah christmas so guess, and stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah literally yeah <laughs> But him telling the stories, I think, um, probably was the seed that planted very early on. And then when I was very young at the time, there was the likes of Avicii, Calvin Harris, David Guetta, Tiesto, mm. all superstar DJs, all had videos up on YouTube of them DJing at the festivals like Tomorrowland and all. So I think I thought, geez, that's class. Mm. So, yeah, I decided to pick it up. And I was very lucky that I was so naive at the time. I thought a DJ... When you see all the big fancy mixer, the big mixer, uh, the mm. decks, all that fancy equipment, I thought they were making all the music live on the stage. <laughs> so I thought every DJ was a music producer. So I thought like, and then as well, like the likes of Avicii, Tiesto, Calvin Harris, they all had songs in the charts. So I thought in order to be a DJ, you needed to be a music producer. Mm. So when I was about 12, I kind of forced myself to learn how to produce music, even though I hadn't an iota how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah just fell in love with making music and kept putting up remixes and bootlegs on youtube built a bit of a following i guess and just kind of naturally progressed from there but it was a bit of a i, I still don't know how i got into it like if i'm honest <laughs> well i mean 12 years old to be like yeah i'm just gonna start like producing kind of music mixing tracks like what was even like i suppose you're touching on like you know like a vgts or that kind of way like 
you, like what was your inspiration whenever you're going into that like were you very much like because it sounds like you were before almost the soundcloud djs like youtube i was yes i've i haven't heard people be like yeah i used to upload my tracks to youtube like you know see the wee waveform or something like that but yeah, yeah, yeah but um <laughs> i i think it was just i was so enamored and so much of a fan of vici that i just mm. wanted to literally copy him and make his music like i still have on youtube if you look up welshy one two three four five Oh, I'll, see... I'll drop a link. <laughs> oh, please do. Please don't. No, no. You can drop a link if you want. Um, it, it's all. It's all my very first um, tunes I made when I was 13, 12. I don't even know what age. I think like 2012, 2013. Yeah. But it's just. I, I'll keep it up there just because it shows like anyone starting out that like you can go from there to where I am now. It's just kind of a bit of a inspiring thing to do, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> My but, <laughs> no you're not at all honestly because it is one of those kind of routes where like i spoke to like other djs and the likes you know marty guilfoyle or even like john gibbons and like it's interesting everybody seems to have this kind of i think any of those like creative careers there's no look you go to uni you have this like it's no there's no yeah. normal step and ladder into those kind of like roles it's very much being like a oh yeah we'll start like playing around and stuff and like yeah blah blah and then next thing you know i was like doing a couple of clubs was that literally what happened where like did you start to kind of go look i have some tracks here or like i would love to you know go to like you know one like the clubs at home like how did it kind of like build from youtube you know welshy to like okay i'm being recognized and being like asked to come perform um so that kind of happened um the one thing I keep saying to a lot of people is I was very, very lucky. It's a lot of luck involved. <laughs> I don't really know. I had a couple, I guess, viral songs or whatever. That kind of... <laughs> whatever. Fo- <laughs> well, like they, kind of, they, they kind of got my foot in the door. Yeah. And then I just would have got a few books, bookings from them. And then from them bookings, then they obviously went well. So then they were booking again and again. Hmm. And then it just kind of was just a natural kind of progression. I was very lucky. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but like even like I suppose was it kind of like one of those things where oh like you're just like oh I'm just making like some tracks here and just randomly they just get picked up by like say was it like a radio station or like what kind of Literally, way did yeah. you yeah well well <laughs> <laughs> oh god I feel like there's what I used story to do, here <laughs> what I used to do when I was very young and I was only going through these emails a while ago I used to like literally just email everyone like hey my name is Welshy or I'm Ross I'm a 13 year old DJ here's my song please play it and like I clicked on the link on a few times and it's awful like the music I was sending to people was just awful but I just kept sending these emails I was literally just trying my best to do whatever (laughs) literally trying anything yeah 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 yeah. but I mean that's the only way it's kind of go around it and like I mean give us like a bit of a taste like what was the kind of tracks you're putting together at the time was it like I just like mix kind of tracks from like other ones like or what was uh i mean what was kind of stuff that you're sending off to these people so the very early days was literally all i was sending i can't curse on this can i oh don't, no you can yeah, just, yeah i was sending absolute shite to people like I oh don't my god know you can't curse was. jesus well <laughs> <laughs> no you're not <laughs> interview over yeah, yeah 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 that's your invoice dropped no worries yeah <laughs> Sorry, no, keep going. <laughs> um, no, like I just, I was just sending crap music to people and um, just anything I was making just because mm. at the time I thought it was unreal, but it was obviously brutal. <laughs> sending to people hoping I did play it, like thinking it was the best thing in the world and it was absolute, oh, it was so bad. Like what I was saying. Really? And did I, you wish, get like, an- I wish you asked me earlier because I could have 
prepared one I had and I would have sent it on to you that you could have played because it oh, was... Oh, do you know what? I'll put it in after the fact. I'll, I'll, I'll send I'll it on to you, in, yeah. Insert track here. But I mean, what were the kind of like responses you're getting from people? Was a lot of kind of like, okay, grad, no, nothing. Or was there anybody that kind of stuck out to you being like... Uh, somebody you know replying because i've had that a couple times where i've i think i've like reached out being like i love what you do i feel like everybody has like kind of like someone that gives them that we like platform that we step up be like yeah mate like that's i love to play this no i was getting no one like that everyone's just like <laughs> no one's replying yeah you're like, getting like you bounce see... back emails <laughs> no when you when you see like i'll send you on the song when you see the song you'll know why i didn't get any replies <laughs> but i just kept at it I think the moral of the story is keep at it. Um, yeah. And I kind of, I guess I progressed a, a bit. And yeah, I don't and know. What, and what kind of age was it, I suppose, that you started to like take it really seriously? I still don't do that. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, was it kind of like, were, were, like, was there still the kind of like, a, okay, I'm going to do the very much like go to college, like get everything else done. Like, what, like, I feel like that's like a very pivotal time when people kind of go, look, it's going one or two routes. Like, so it all kind of kicked off for me when I was eighteen. So when I started college, my f- sixth year in C in CBS with Kenny, kinda I had a kind of couple of viral songs or whatever. But mm-hmm. first year of college, it really kicked off. Like I was touring Ireland and doing college mm-hmm. for the length of time I was in college. So that was very tricky. <laughs> and but, what was um, it? You're, what was it you're studying? Uh, so I did a course in UL. It was engineering mix of business. It's called technology management. <laughs> I mean, okay, kind of aligns. Like, there, there, it's, or did it at all? <laughs> What's that? Did it at all? I mean, did, did, did the business side kind of like align with your interests, or was it very much just being like a this is a complete different route that like I like you turn around and be like, what the fuck am I doing this course for? Like, no, no, not at all. So like the course technology management business mixed with engineering. I absolutely loved it. Like I love engineering. I love how things work. I just love it. And I just always, I just always had in the back of my mind that like I always needed a plan B just Hmm. in case it didn't work out. And I was so happy that I stuck out with college when COVID Hmm. happened and like all my gigs got canceled. I had a full summer of shows and I didn't know it was going to be two years of no shows. I had a whole summer of shows booked in where I was kind of expecting to get paid however much money that was all gone and I was just thinking to myself oh crap like what do I do now and it was just that I had the college degree I was kind of like at least I kind of have a bit of a fallback there so I was so Mm. lucky in that regard so yeah no college was very important I would like I'd encourage anyone listening even to I know a lot of people say like go with your gut and just kind of go what you want to really do but I would suggest having a fallback just I I just know I'm very lucky like <laughs> yeah everybody get an engineering degree behind them and you know what you'll, you'll be grand but was that kind of when like I suppose in the last couple of years it's been like a turbulent kind of like as you said like going from tour in Ireland like it's been like a big progression up recently like I mean uh, look where you are now like what's it kind of been like from that trajectory so from that then to now, I guess, um, oh, it's been nuts. It's been absolutely incredible. Um, living in London, like since moving to London, it's when it kind of all really, really started getting proper, proper mental. Um, just being in the music studio every day, working with people um, who I'm massive fans of, um, getting to meet <laughs> people who like I've never would have thought I'd ever meet. Like it's just, it's, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just so, it's been so mental. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I suppose, like, as well, like, your sign and stuff like that now, like, is it that kind of, like, uh, as soon as that kind of happens, you're going, like, okay, this is, like, feels like it's, like, a proper, like, this is my job now. It kind of does, but, like, that's the one thing I always say to myself. The day it feels like a job is the day I'm actually just going to go back and do engineering. <laughs> yeah, that's the day that you're, like, see you later, guys. Yeah, yeah whenever you're having to, like, set an alarm and you're being, like, dragged out of bed. Yeah, yeah, putting on a tie. You're going, like, nah, this is, like... Well, it's not even like... that. Like, so I would treat it like a job. So I would... I'd, I'd be in the studio by 10 most days and I could be there till 10 most nights. I'd be, I'm there the whole time. But slacker, honestly, it, Jesus. But, but, <laughs> yeah, slacker, yeah. But it, it, it doesn't feel like a job. Do you know what? It, I love what I do. I'm very mm. fortunate to be doing something that I absolutely love what I do. Mm. So it doesn't feel like a job in that regard. But I would, I treat it like a job, but it doesn't feel like a job. So the day it feels like a job is the day Ross would be You're an right engineer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, she uh, incorporated, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, e- engineering solutions, that'll be it. <laughs> yeah. And I suppose, so, I mean, it's been pretty hectic since, I mean, this 12-year-old YouTube DJ, you know, sending around mixes tonight, sitting in a flat, I mean, in London, you know, as you say, working huge hours, but you're doing something that you really enjoy, that you really love. Have there been any standout moments, I suppose, so far, like, that like in this industry in this kind of music dj and like that you never could have imagined could have happened i suppose or is it like every time something new happens you're like oh my god i met that person like it's each day kind of like a oh here that's that like um yeah it's kind of there's a couple of standout moments sorry like you were involved in one of them it was bringing mom on stage on longitude that was <laughs> hilarious i never would have thought i could bring my mom onto a festival stage and it was her first ever festival I honestly like I had no idea that like that was the first time as well I was just like okay yeah here's my first time working long shoot wherever like that it wasn't until I turned around and I was like fuck's on the stage here because I was doing all the videos and social for I was like oh my god that's insane <laughs> sure she had a blast so Jesus I mean, oh, she, she had, had an absolute going. ball she loved yeah, it. Yeah. the hardest part was to get her off the stage <laughs> And sure, I mean, she's even got the a framed photo of it. Like, no, <laughs> I was showing you that. Yeah, in the house now, she has a big, massive frame. It's nearly like a what is it? A, a praying state. What are they called? Um, she has a big, massive. Um, oh, like a photo. mural. A mural. <laughs> that's, all, that's the mural in my mind. Yeah. Well, she's doing great. But look at me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I think it was also one of the purest things because it was just like everybody like getting real into it and then just like like imagine just trying to bring your mom into like that kind of environment <laughs> like I mean putting like what was that like was that the Friday or the Saturday or when was it in Longitude but like obviously these kids like sweating out fucking jumping up and down in the field <laughs> <laughs> she's like these are my children yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was very fun but I mean, from longitude, I mean, of course, yeah, I was involved in that. So I, I understand that it was like a huge thing. But I mean, was there any other kind of like, I suppose, situations where you kind of been like a pinch me moment? Um, the biggest pinch me moment was probably at the end of last year. Well, there's two. I went to the Brits after parties and it was just, what the fuck? Like there was just so many people. <laughs> there was so, like everywhere I looked, there was someone... I kind of recognized or knew who they were and it was just so I found it super overwhelming that there was just so many famous people in the one room and like me and like trying to (laughs) chat to these like it's very I I find it very I chat to anyone as you probably Mm. know but like I'd find it very hard to chat to someone and like get a normal conversation out of someone where you know everything about them Mm, so like yeah it's 
it's hard to play a chill when in your being like I know your entire life story and yeah, yeah literally never done ever yeah <laughs> so that was a real that was a really overwhelming pinch me moment really I mean, fun was, really cool was there anybody in particular that like you kind of got up to chatting with or um the coolest person I was so it was like I ruined my chance for him to be my friend I think <laughs> Because <laughs> you're too much like a what, just like a fanboy, like hey. <laughs> no, not even that. Because I, I didn't know what to say. It was just so awkward. <laughs> Come on, who was it? Name and shame. It was uh, one of the guys from the lab. Was like uh, Ross, meet Lewis, and I was like Lewis, yeah. I was like, what do you mean, meet Lewis? And then looked to my right, and it was Lewis Capaldi, and like <laughs> it was just like the most awkward conversation of all time. Because like I didn't know what to say to him. I was like, well, how's it going? Well, you're right. And like, I didn't know, like, well, Ross, nice to meet you. What's your name? I didn't know, like, how to approach it. Like, <laughs> like you said, like, exactly what you said. I know everything about him. Like, what do I say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't really be like, oh, so like, what do you do here? Or like, are you, literally, are you, yeah. Yeah, you ha- you're having a good time. I don't. I don't... <laughs> but that was just awkward. A bit of crack. He was very nice. It was, I won't lie, it was very pleasant, very sound. But I, I was just so awkward because I didn't know how to approach that situation. My first time going to something like that. And it's kind of like, oh, God. <laughs> well, I mean, Lewis is like a big listener of the podcast. Like, we can just let him know here. It'd be like, hey, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> don't know why you're laughing. Jesus, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I suppose, yeah, like you're having these situations where you're on stage, you're able to bring your mom. I mean, in rooms with some of the biggest fucking artists in the world, like from like all these highs and all these like mental, like, crazy things that you're being like okay this is like really very fun today have there been any kind of like horror stories that came from like working in like quite a turbulent like almost as you said depends on your luck it could be very cut through an industry um i guess i've been very lucky like look there is a got a bit small bit of negative about it but i've been very lucky that like anything that's a negative i try to turn into a positive so like hmm. Uh, even like the worst thing I like I see like sometimes is like on like a comment section you just see all these negative comments but I just changed like I, I wouldn't even read a comment now but like I've just changed my whole mindset that like a negative comment if someone is spending time to send you a negative comment it's a positive thing you're obviously doing something that they can't do so yeah, I, yeah, I treat yeah. it as a, as a compliment that'd be the hard part um can't believe you're calling me out like this. Those are all my comments. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all those fake accounts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Finch reviews. Uh, one, two, four. Yeah, or <laughs> Finn Connor. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, it'd be like I recognize those account names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I I think the other I won't say it's a horror story, but the other thing that happened to me, I guess, was I was dropped from my last label. Um. And yeah, it was kind of during COVID, so like that was kind of that was just all a shit show anyway. So like, <laughs> <laughs> what was it with COVID that like it really just put like a dapper in everybody? Like I'm pretty sure it was the exact same with kind of Marty Guilford as well. He was like everything was coming up, next thing went like tits oh. up. But then like again, there seemed to have been like that. He kind of got into TikTok and like obviously really grew from that, and like that's where he said he got signed from something else. I feel like whatever kind of happened beforehand, you're kind of like a as you said, like turn it into a better one, be like, uh, okay, that was a bit shite at the time, but like, I'm glad where I am in the position now. Like, <laughs> oh, 100%. Like, like any like negative, like it's a learning point. Like, you kind of learn from it. So, like, mm. when I got dropped from the label, kind of around the COVID time, um, I kind of just got pissed off with everyone and put my head down and I uploaded Haiti on SoundCloud. Haiti was actually the song that the label passed on, and I'd, it was my biggest song. They didn't Jesus. know it, they didn't like it. 
So like, yeah, I got pissed <laughs> off at everyone. So I just put, put my head down. I put Haiti on SoundCloud. It went to number one on SoundCloud. Um, every major le- record label got onto me. So like, it was a quick kind of, <laughs> it was a quick load that turned to a big high, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, you got was, to have the you got you got to have the pretty woman, you know, the walking back. Being yeah, like, big mistake, huge. Literally, yeah, yeah literally, yeah. <laughs> you walking by, yeah, just moving into your new apartment, being like, anyways, yeah, yeah, that was real stupid of you, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's the best way to do it. I mean, if there is ever to kind of be like a oh fuck, you know, need to be like oh ripping, like why isn't that being taken on? And the confirmation to be like a no, no, I mean, it's actually uh, probably the one of the best work that you've done. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's a nice like turnaround on it to be like, I did get dropped, but it was really successful, and here I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I suppose, like, very conscious that, um, I mean, this, uh, as you said, you're such like a busy man. I mean, I'm just lucky to be getting a couple of minutes with you here. But I'll like, change your grand stuff. <laughs> but I suppose like from this, I mean, performing at the likes logs, you bring your mom on stage. I mean, as you said, being like signed up to a new label, you're in the studio every single day, meeting amazing people, like going around playing at like class venues, like in class kind of like, you know, concerts, all the rest of it. I mean, even you had your like big academy show, like, what is the kind of like what's the next kind of step for you is there a kind of like bucket list things a five-year plan like what's next for kind of ross oh jesus and <laughs> retirement <laughs> yeah you're literally like oh <laughs> i know i'm just gonna clock out eh? <laughs> um no i don't really know like so i don't i would kind of have like a bit of a vision board at home of like things i want to achieve but i don't really look at that much because it's just so whirlwind and <laughs> um, it's just it's literally just I, I think like what I'd like to achieve is just stay doing what I'm doing as long as it doesn't feel like the job that I get to do what I'm doing that I'm happy that's the main thing I guess really um, I mean we're, we can manifest it right here if you want to you know put that vision board yeah out into you know the world like is there I mean is it kind of like okay by like this time next year like you want to be I know like Sija or like somewhere like I don't know is there any kind of big festivals or any kind of big venues I mean no. <laughs> so I'll, I want to be realistic as well. Uh, this oh, time come on. Aim for the sun, you land on the star. I don't fucking know what the right, sun is. Okay. All right, I'll go unrealistic. DJ set on Mars. <laughs> All right, well, that's a bit fucking, yeah. I know, what are you messing? Um, <laughs> from, from, like the big, I think the big goal for me would be something like Tomorrowland and yeah. something like that. But... I still think I'm a good bit away from that. Um, mm. Maybe Creamfields next year, if I'm very lucky. Mm. Um, I think next year my big goal is just to release as much music as I can. I'm re- meet, or I'm in the studio a lot, like so there will be a lot of music out next year for myself and other mm. people. So I'm looking forward to sharing that. Um, but yeah, probably gig-wise, it would probably be next year Creamfields, if I'm very lucky, and then yeah. Tomorrowland, and then Mars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was expecting like, when are you gonna, you know, perform Haiti in Haiti? Do you know what I mean? Like, is that not? Would oh, that, that, that nice... would, that would. Oh, geez, that would be unbelievable. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'll be like, well, "Who's this like random like Irish lad that's made like a shoot <laughs> about us?" Like, that'd be mad. Um, that would be absolutely incredible. <laughs> but I suppose, I mean, just for we kind of wrap up and um, for Zoom, let you kicks us offline. Um, I suppose I was taking kind down a couple of uh, key kind of notes, some kind of words, points that you'd said throughout the interview. And I wonder if you want to do a really quick fire like word association game. 
Okay, yeah. Oh, so. <laughs> alright, don't sound too enthusiastic. They are fine. <laughs> okay, so... Wait, so what's the word association? You name so, a word and I so say the first thing pops into my head. Yeah, yeah, it's literally, okay, it can yeah. be a word, a phrase, but basically oh. it's the first thing that comes to your head. You can't hesitate. <laughs> it. It's literally whatever comes to mind straight there and then, alright? Okay. Okay, grand. So, the first one is, here we go, YouTube. Um, used to be class. So it's not class anymore. For... <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, Avicii. Uh, goat. <laughs> My favourite. Uh, UL. Some crack. Louis <laughs> Capaldi. Um, oh, missed opportunity. <laughs> Longitude. Um, mum. <laughs> Tomorrowland. Um, unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> Healy. <laughs> um, breakthrough. And finally, Finterviews. Best podcast. There you go. And I didn't even have to say a thing there. Like, that's literally just what came to your mind. Like, that is crazy. That, that was just, like, the first thing that yeah. came to you. Like, that yeah. was... Jesus, I mean... <laughs> okay, guys, yeah, get the gun away from his head now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lower yeah, that I'm just looking at my I'm just looking at my phone and that revolute came through. Thanks a million. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no worries, yeah, we're all back in track now. <laughs> no, honestly, well she, I mean I've been like lucky enough to kind of like meet you personally before and like finally get a sit down chat for you. Um, but like for the people that like have kind of maybe just been like hearing your stuff, maybe is like, you know, tune into this now. I want to see, you know, your next gig on Mars. Like, where can they find you? Where can they keep up with everything Welshy? Um, where they can keep up with it is all socials at Welshie Official and then, yeah, all socials. That's where you'll find everything, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I was going to go with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check out the YouTube. Yeah, Welshie12345. Yeah. <laughs> I'll send you that tune, actually, because you should put it in so bad. It'll give everyone a bit of context. <laughs> it'll be the, do you know what? I'll put it at the end. Yeah, it'll be like the fade out one. The, like the, <laughs> here you go. <laughs> Watch your audience decline now. <laughs> Watch your audience. Watch that song go viral now because it'll be like, what the hell this guy made like back in the day? It'll be like Luther back into like the remember when he did jiggle jiggle. <laughs> Bro. Oh no. <laughs> There's no saving this. There's no at least you could save that. There's no saving this tune. <laughs> well, sir, we are right on time with this. Uh, we haven't been kicked off, but thank you so much for coming on uh, to Pinterviews and have yourself a lovely day, sir. I'll chat to you soon. Thanks so much, Connor. Thanks so much for having me and best luck with everything. thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of interviews please do remember to give us a like comment share subscribe and five star rating on whatever listen platform you're on and also give us a big old follow on socials you can find us at interviews podcast on instagram and interviews type it in anywhere and find us and give us a wee follow oh that's really appreciated now, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, <laughs> please enjoy this absolute banger from Welshie. Have a good one and chat to you later. Bye. Feeling my way through the darkness, guided by a beaten heart. I can't tell where the journey will end. But I know where to start They tell me I'm too young to understand Yes, 
say I'm caught up in a dream. Well, life will pass me by if I don't open up my eyes. So that's fine by me. So wake me up when it's all over. When I'm wiser and I'm older. All this time I was finding myself in a Son, where'd you find this? 